Hey, Democrats, it's me, Lynn Moira Dichter, and time for Chat with the Chairs. It's your weekly peek behind the curtain as to what's going on with the Seminole County Democratic Party across Seminole County, across Florida, and across the nation. Welcome to Chat with the Chairs. Hey, Tracy. Good afternoon. Hey, we worked it out. We worked it out. Yes, hey, we did. Um, having a little bit of technical trouble five minutes before we're supposed to go live is a bit of an issue, but we seem to be A-OK, and we are happy on a Friday, February 11th. It is uh, the fourth episode of this year of uh, 2022. I honestly, and- we did 52 episodes last year? Uh, not quite. We did, I don't know, somewhere around 45, because, you know, you were gone, I was gone, different. That you know, is amazing. You know, the time goes so fast, I can't even believe that we're I started over here. with our, we did two in January, this is our second week in February, so I think we're uh, we're on episode number four in uh, volume two of uh, Chat with the Chairs. Chat with the Chairs is our weekly uh, check-in with uh, Tracy and with me. We are the chair and vice chair of the SEMDEMS, the best name in the state. Sem Dems, everybody's so jealous, right, of that name. And we will uh, we will be with you every Friday for half an hour. Now, the way that you connect to us is you talk in the comments section. You go to the chat bar, you tell us happy Friday, you ask the questions that you have and the concerns that you have, whether it's on the local, state, or national level, and then we will we will re- react and respond to the chat. Sorry we started a little bit late, but we are we are happy that you guys are here and you are with us. So I hope that's you're a good there. I hope you're out there. No, I know they're there. No, not a question. Not a question at all. And then we will, of course, save it on our Facebook page, on the Semdems page. So you can always go back. A lot of people, you know, hundreds of people watch it. Not all of them watch it live now at three o'clock. A lot of them watch it at their own convenience. You know, it's kind of a, a streaming thing that you can catch anytime. So talk to me a little bit about last night's meeting. It is our second uh, February of um, Black History Month. And talk to us a little bit about the Reverend Dr. Randolph Bracey from last night. He was phenomenal. I mean, such, I mean, I wish I could listen to him more and all about his experiences because he truly is a man. He went to, um, because he's a product of his time, he went to all black institutions um, until he was going, I believe, for his master's. And it was really interesting uh, the, what kind of a life he led. He grew up in a time when there were, you know, um, different schools, segregated schools, segregated water fountains, segregated buses. And so it's one thing to read it in a book. It's another thing to speak to someone who experienced it and then lived through the first African-American president and what follows. So it's good to get, it was really good to get his view of things then and things now. And actually it was very inspiring because he does not feel all hope is lost. He feels that all we need to do is get angry, get motivated and get busy in pretty much that order to get motivated, to get out there, to vote, to inspire people to register and to push forward. And because without pushing forward, you can't exact change. And that's pretty much what he said. So he has not given up hope. I know a lot of times when we hear what's coming out of Tallahassee, and we did hear a firsthand account of what was going on from oh, our that's another topic. Right. from Joy Guff Marcel. She talked to us because she's on the redistricting committee, and she's there when they're voting for voter suppression things, and she's there when they're <laughs> drawing the lines crazy and all that. So it was interesting to hear from her as well about how things really work when she's on the ground. She's our boots on the ground person 
in Tallahassee as our representative for about at least a part of Seminole County. So, you know, that's um, what's interesting with Joy. Now, going to Joy and her legislative uh, um, update, because she is on the redistricting committee, we think, oh, we have people there to preserve it or to fight back. But here's what happened. They actually put off all the Democrats and they kept doing the old, what I call the old shim sham or the old glass game, right? Where the shell game, where they're like, well, don't pay any attention to that because we're really not discussing that right now. But when we discuss it, we want your views. So then when it becomes close to getting real and they want to discuss it, why didn't you raise that view when we were discussing it? Why didn't you bring that up when it was on the table? Yes. And of course they did. Yeah, they're gaslighting. They gaslight everything. Everything is not whatever they say we're doing, they're doing. They're just accusing us of doing it. They're doing a flip flop. Yeah. So I was last night was our general meeting. For those of you not uh, not a a precinct captain, didn't happen to peek in on our Facebook live uh, stream last night. (laughs) We spoke to Reverend Dr. Randolph Bracey, a former head of the NAACP in Orange County. And now he is the director at the College of Religion over here in Daytona Beach at Bethune-Cookman. University, a historic black college. And um, it is, uh, he was a fascinating man to hear in Black History Month. So we were also thrilled the that father he, uh, of the senator. And he's also the father of Randolph Bracey, that you may recognize the name. Randolph Bracey is now a state senator and he is running for Congress, I think, in the, va- the seat Val Demings has vacated. Yes. So you see, it's like another one of those dominoes. She moves out. Now, all of a sudden, it opens it up for other people. That means Randolph Bracey is running for a seat. That means his seat is open. And then the dominoes continue to, to fall. So it is, this, it is the time where we talk a lot about redistricting because we're just following up the census, of course. The House, Senate, and the governor all have different maps. For the first time in history... This governor put his thumb on the scale and made his own maps. It doesn't work like that, Ron. Just saying. Well, the what Supreme are you Court. The Supreme Court. Didn't they just? They kick gave that him. Back? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. So I mean, that guy is really. When I think about it, he must look in a mirror that makes him appear taller, because that guy has such a vision of himself. He thinks he he's acting like an autocrat, and the man only won by thirty five thousand votes. So the man narrowly got into the governor's house, and now he's acting as as if as if he belongs there, as if he can just make edicts and create law. Well, so it's, you know, he won by the narrowest of margins. He also, you know, then there's Rubio, who is doing things to sabotage our senior citizens, who's doing things to sabotage the brown and black communities, who's doing things to put his thumb on the scale whenever he shows up, which is very rarely does he show up for anything. But when he does, he always is on the wrong side of history. Yeah, you know, speaking of Marco Rubio, that's really funny you say that, because I call him like one of a UFO sighting. It's so rare you have to note it. And and that's I never see him. Never see him except never. for maybe maybe every now and then he puts out a tweet. You know the other thing that's interesting and I just this week I know we haven't gotten to it but down in South Florida when you mentioned seniors about them changing their voter registration from Democrat to Republican. Talk a little bit about this. This is really uh, talk about a shim and, and I don't know and I don't know I I would demand a criminal investigation into that because that takes intent, right, and action. You don't just mistakenly change someone's Democrat, you know, their party. Here's what they did. They went to seniors. They went to seniors who are bilingual or who are solely speak Spanish, perhaps. And they went to them and they said, you need a new voter registration card. and, And we're here to help you facilitate that. So instead of saying to them, 
everything is, you don't need a new voter registration card if you haven't moved or you don't want to change your address or your, your party or your anything. But they said to them, you need to change it. So they went and without these um, people knowing, they went and changed them from a Democrat, lifelong Democrats to Republicans. And they got their card in the mail and said, what is this? And so now it became all over the news. It's all over the courts. And it was the Repu- these Republicans who are knocking on doors like they did in Seminole County. They had a different MO here as they do in South Florida. This is the corruption that so is they the will Republican try Party. Anything. I mean, you know, they will try anything. And that's just so disgusting to not play by the rules. In other words, they are not good losers and they will cheat at any lens possible, which to us should be a warning sign for 2022. We need to do something preemptively or at least keep it on guard to see what their moves going to be. Because I anticipate, well, I anticipate a lot of shenanigans, whether it's ghost candidates, whether it's candidates that claim they're Democrats, but they're not, Mm. you know, Right, exactly. Whether it's people actually canvassing and knocking on all doors and scaring them with false information, fraud, fear and fascism. Remember those three words. That's correct. Now, what we do on Chat with the Chairs is we would love to talk to you. So if you are out there, we apologize for starting a little bit late today, had some technical glitches, but now we're back and we're here and it's very exciting. And we're here. We're all smiles. And as you wrap up your work week with us, um, we would love to hear from you. So let us know that you're here by typing something in the comment bar. But what the way this uh, little snippet works, this chat with the chairs, we look back at the week that was, then we look at what's coming up, and then we talk about the news, and then we talk about you know fun things at Super Bowl weekend, food of the day, all these kind of things. And so we have all, all manner of things to, to talk about. Yeah, one now. brief thing before we get into it. Do yes. you realize yes, that tomorrow night, tomorrow night would have been our gala? Yeah. February right. 12th. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank the Lord that we moved it because of COVID. And I'm really excited because I think I don't even want to say anything, but I'm hoping by April 9th, yeah, exactly, that everyone will be at the gala. We have over 250 people signed up for it, by the way, and that um, I'm glad we did the right thing and we moved it. We were responsible and we did the right thing. And this is, yeah, this is what it is to be part. Now, a little bit about our big gala. We have one one big fundraiser a year. It was supposed to be this coming Saturday, tomorrow night, at the Westin in Lake Mary. It's the same place. It's the same price. It's the same keynote speaker. Every It's the same Orlando Gay Chorus who is singing. It's the same us. <laughs> it's the same chair and vice chair. Yeah, you're stuck with us whether you like it or not. And then, you know, we have lots of candidates there. The VIP reception is still the same. All of it is the same. The only difference is it's now being held on Saturday, April 9th. So put that on in your phone. And it's not too late to get a ticket. Just go to semdems.com and you can be part of it. It's got over two. We have 250 people coming. It is all being done with COVID in mind. So people are asked to be vaccinated and to wear, you know, protection. We're not sitting people jammed into tables. You know, instead of 10 or 12 at a table where you're elbow to elbow, we are spreading people out in a, in a comfortable way. So you don't have to worry about any of that. And the food is good. The company is better. The speaker is outstanding. And, and we, just to let you know what we kept it, we froze the early bird price at $100 a ticket. Right. And we did that so it's accessible for everyone. But if there is a monetary um, constraint, if there's a problem, you could private message either one of us and talk to us about it. Because I really, if you're a Democrat and you really want to. We have some tickets in our pocket. 
it's okay. We will, you know, we'll be able to help you. So yeah. And we have so very generous, we have generous donors who have put aside seats at different tables in the room. So there are ways if there are young Dems who want to come and that's, you know, out of their price range, I completely get it. We, you know, Tracy seniors, and I both, or seniors, whomever. or seniors we, or we people who've really got gotten... to be inclusive. You know what? I'm yeah. sorry, Lynn. I'm going to, no, no, you're this. good. No, please. Because last night, what I said, and it rings true now, this is our big moment to sort of flex our muscle in Seminole County and to show them how many of us there are and how strong we are and how, and that's very important because a lot of running for office is positioning yourself and um, posturing. And we want them to know that we're serious, that Seminole County is blue, and we want to show unity. And this is an opportunity for all of us to get together and do it. So if you're going to make one donation to the SEMDEMS, let your $100 ticket be that donation. Because every dollar that goes to the gala does not go to Lynn and I. We don't get to go shopping at Nordstrom's. It goes to candidates running for office. Our entire reason we get up in the morning and we breathe is to put candidates, Democratic candidates, in seats. And I guess we can segue into that now, how many seats are available and, and what's running, if you want to. All right. I, yes, I do, want, I do want to talk about that. Now, a lot of people say, vote down the ballot. At the top of the ballot will be senator, then governor, then all that. I say it opposite. Vote up the ballot. For me, it is most important to talk about what's local. And what's mm. local, if you live in a city, that's the most local races that will be on the ballot come August or in some cases November. And that's the easiest race. I mean, I don't want to say right. easy, hard. But if you're looking for a race or to get your toe in the water, something that doesn't cost a lot of money, take a lot of effort to run, and doesn't intrude on your personal life or your other job. You know, if you hold another job like like myself or, or whomever, it will not intrude on that um, right. professional life at all. It's a great way to start. It's very cheap and we need them in every city. Yeah, okay. I think they have not. It's not prohibitive for most people to actually declare and qualify to run for office. It's a matter of you must put in the time and the shoe leather to knock on the doors, get your literature out there, get your name known, your brand recognized, so that people in August, when they live in the city of Castleberry or Winter Springs or whatever, the the, the current incumbents don't just waltz into another term yeah. unchallenged, right? They take you it to for challenge granted. Them. If you live in any municipality in Seminole County, all seven of our cities have races. It could be the mayor. It could be three city council seats. It could be a combination of anything therein. If you live in a city, please look at our website. You will be able to, to click on your city and see the map, and it will tell you what cities are open. In some cities, you don't even have to live in the zone. Other cities are more restrictive. You not only have to live in the district, but you have to run citywide. So there are different parameters for every city in the county. It's not something that's a one-size-fits-all thing. But you will be able to, to learn about it. If you are confused after looking at the map in your city, please give me a call. Or call our campaign chair, Deborah Pulalian. So I will give you her contact information or send it to me and I'll forward it to her or Tracy will do the same. Yeah, I now, do after want you... If Wait, you don't live in the city, though, then what do you do? Then you have to run in a county race. Now, it's soil and water is a countywide race. It is there are two county commission seats open next year, seats district two and four. And then there are three, count them, three seats for school board. And when we think about school board, I get a little bit of a twitch. 
because school board is where some of these crackpots are trying to get their hooks in to Seminole County. So it's um, a fine crackpot to find who they are. Okay. It's a group of um, very, it's a small sliver of our community. They are, oh, what should we say? I don't they even are, know if they live here. I don't even know. If I think of them some of them here. now maybe live here. Now it's a handful, maybe a dozen ladies. Um, but they have a very vocal minority of people, but they're very loud and they're present in everything. And they are anti-science, anti-mask, anti-vaccine, anti-history. The book banners, the book banners. If you want to They're the book banners, banners right. They don't want, there was a book called All Dads Are Not Blue or something like that. Anyway, I went on one of these, I got invited to some Facebook group. They must have not known who I am. So they invited me to some right-wing group and it's all these Moms for Liberty people. And they were talking about banning books. If you don't want your kid to read this, then join us and help us and pay. And they're suing the school board to get rid of the superintendent for the sole reason that she's black. So this is this is a horrible group. And, and it's happening not just in little old Seminole County. It's happening all across the state and across the nation. These ladies are running to get a foothold, a toehold into the school board. They think that's the easiest way to get connected. And we are going to um, yeah. focus on, on school board and make sure that we field candidates in all three of the open seats. Christine Krause is, I imagine, running for re-election. She has not yet declared her intentions. And then there are two other seats. So we are going to do what we can to get good candidates who are really serious about the health, the safety, and the education of our students. So that's another place where you might be able to make a big difference for the future of your children and for the future of your neighbors in, in Seminole County. So You know, I do little... want to, um, I'm sorry. I, I do no, no, to... please. I want to interject and I want to say something that I think is, is really important to say, because if I was sitting at home and never ran for office and someone said, you should run for office and da, da, da. I really believe this because I'm one of those people that were, was guilty of this, that politicians were always the other. They were always, they're almost like a different breed of homo sapien. You know, there's men, women, and politicians. Yeah. And I never thought, you know, I never saw myself as being a politician. I always thought you had to be um, like a Mensa material, very, very bright or very connected or very rich. And so I always thought it was beyond the reach, but that couldn't be further from the truth. As we know, we know that they're not Mensa material and I'm not going to get into that. We know Oy. that. Right. Yeah. But we do know that everyday people and, and, the people that, you know, all of us, all of us that are concerned about kitchen table ideas, we're the people that should be running because we're the people that are on the ground that know what the issues are. And so when you do run like Lynn ran and I ran and we stepped out of it, you realize that politicians are just everyday people. We all eat the same way. We all talk the same way. And we're just people, though, that are more in touch with the ideals and the democracies. And so it could be you. If you're thinking, right. well, right. I'm not smart enough, I'm not rich enough, I really want to dissuade you from that thought, and I want to have a conversation with you. It's really important. Look in this the mirror. Year, yeah. This year more than ever. I think that, that, that act, all of those comments are so much right on target, Tracy. What you just said is, is absolutely accurate. And when you hear about it, you think, I could help out there, but you're afraid because you don't know what does that journey look like. First of all, if it's a if it's an election in August, it's four or five months. It's literally a run and gun. 
you, you, it will not have to consume your life for a year or a year and a half. It will be, you declare now and the whole thing is over in August. And, and you nobody's have- going to judge you on what deodorant you wear, right. what food you like, what money you have in the bank. That's not what it's about no. because politicians are everyday people. When you look at MSNBC or CNN and they speak to you and they talk to you, all those people may not have started on that level. They're just people like you and I that were passionate about an issue and wanted to make change. And if that's you, then I'm begging you to reach out to Lynn or myself because we will direct you on a path and help you get there. We do have some people who are, you know, sort of just hovering around the the, the, the dancing around the option. I'm pulling the trigger, I always say, you know, or, or setting this thing in motion. They are ready to do so. I don't like to use gun references, but if I had to, that would be the one I would pick. They are ready to uh, pull the ripcord on their campaign, um, but they are waiting to see, in the case of State House, State Senate, Congress, all of those other things, as we move up the ballot, they're waiting to see what happens in Tallahassee. And I want to show you a picture. And this is the picture of what our community will look like if the maps are approved. And I think they were. We're just waiting. This is for the State House. Clarify. This this is for the State state house. House. That's right. So, yeah, so I am, um, let me just get rid of our names here so you can see a little bit better. Um, you will see the area in pink. That's it has a little bit of the east side, and it has uh, the UCF area. That's 37 in pink. It's 36 in the green. That includes Sanford, Chuliota, Geneva. It includes Lake Mary and a big hunk of um, Winter Springs. Then the little lavender section, the smallest little section next to the pink and under the green that number is 38. That's our new number. Altamont, Castleberry, again, a piece of Winter Springs. How many and people are in 38? That looks like such a small it's Because it's a denser community, because it's Altamont and Castleberry. It's a denser. They all have approximately a- the same amount. That's the whole point. Oh, you know, is they had to draw them so they have the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then the, gr- the brownish one on the left, uh, the western flank, if you will, that has a piece of western Seminole County, um, and uh, which is unincorporated for the most part. Um, and it is, um, and then it has a big hunk of, of Orange County included. Both the pink and the brown on either side of us, on the east and the west. Those um, also are where the person running is um, running in a big piece of, of Orange County. So I just wanted to let you see, like this is what we look at every day. We know it backwards and forwards and upside down. Hopefully, it will. Um, you know, this one is the one that will pass, and we have people who are waiting in the wings for this to be for this to be the case. So I just wanted to pop that on, show you what that is. And there are maps, whether you live in a city, Altamont Springs, whether you live in the county and you want to run for county commission or school board, you must live in the zone. So, you know, all of that is there. And it sounds a little scary. And I know it is scary at the beginning because you don't know what you've got. It's not just scary. I would say it sounds like, you know, if someone came to me, I would be overwhelmed. So, so take a breath, breathe, Think about what issue bothers you. For me, I got involved because of Parkland in 2018, and guns are a big issue for me. Um, And that's why I ran in 2018 and then in 2020. Of course, I was still passionate about that issue, but there are so many other issues that I also ran on. What is important to you as a Seminole County resident or as a resident of the state of Florida? Because we need you. And we need passionate people that are concerned. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about anything else. If you're passionate, reach out to us 
And we and, will see how we can make it work. Yeah, 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 yeah. We will help you get surround yourself with people who've done this before, who know how to get this done. And yeah, we will we will help you get it together. So um, that's those are some of the things we talk about voter registration and reclaiming our blue majority. That is firmly underway. We are forming surveys and and t- armies of people who are going to be knocking on doors and blanketing this county and knocking and finding out what what resonates with you. Is it the environment? Is it education? Is it women's reproductive rights? What is it that really, really pushes your buttons when you hear this stuff happening in the news? Is it the culture of corruption? Every single person, you know, we have had so all the, the bad press has been exclusively Republican. And if that's embarrassing to you, then, you know, I want to know what it is about the current state of Seminole County that concerns you. And we're going to be knocking on doors, not just of Democrats, but of no party people. And we are going to find out what resonates with the people in our community. So there are so many ways you can get involved as a volunteer. If you don't want to be a candidate, you can knock on doors with oh, us. If you don't want to be a candidate, come on our team and help us get candidates elected. How about, need- how about making yeah. phone calls? You can make phone calls. You want to knock on doors? We can do that. You want to write postcards? All of the above. There are so many ways that you could, you know, connect to us and get under the big blue tent and make your community just that much better. I had people who worked on my campaign who said, I don't know how to collect petitions, Lynn. I gave them a clipboard and I said, yeah, you will. They became beasts at it. They found they had skills they didn't know they had, right? The same thing was with postcards or phone banking or whatever. They made it like a competition. They got a buddy. They knocked on doors. They had a really good time. And we will give you areas in your neighborhood so that you can talk to people who are who are near you and, and you know, who are, are like you. So lots of ways to get connected. Of course, one of the big ways is always to donate to the SEMDEM so that we can help forward the bus, move the bus down the road. That's always an option. I talked to a candidate or a prospective candidate yesterday and they said, I don't think I want to raise money. Well, then you need to find another option because this is not it. You know, if they're, you know, you, you understand that you're going to have to raise money to pay for the mailings and to pay for the postage and to pay for the signs and all that. If you don't want to do any of the work, maybe that's not the best place for you to sit. Um, but, there are plenty of ways that you can get involved without and having are, and to. And I also stress the fact that there are plenty of races on the city levels you don't, that don't yeah. require Correct. a lot of money. I think it's like $120 to, to file your your petition and get qualified. So don't yeah. let those things daunt you. But, okay, we've hit you over the head a lot with that. Let's move on to the next topic. Okay, actually, we started at eight minutes after, so now we're almost at 38 after. So I know we're at wrapping up, but I want there's so much going on this weekend. Um, we are going to be, I think, um, at the, the farmer's markets, and we're going to be out there. We're going to be, you'll find us to register folks to vote. We're always out, in, out and about. But today, we always tell you the food of the day. Today is February 11th, and today is Peppermint Patty Day. Mm. You know, like the York Peppermint Patties? Yum. Thank you. Like one of the best. I love your peppermint patty. I love your peppermint. No, my God. Like in other words, if I was in the house and yeah. that, was, that was the only thing in the house, I still wouldn't eat it. It's not my thing. Oh, no. That and would I be the everything. first thing. If I really? picked it out of my kid's um, pumpkin when they went trick or treat. No way. I thought, the oh, peanut butter cups, the Kit Kats, but not that. No, if they, I knew they wouldn't eat it. So I was like, oh, this is for me. Now, tomorrow, I thought, I think I, there's something that you would like a lot better. And I think I've heard you say this before. Tomorrow, February 12th, is peanut butter and jelly day. Oh, can I tell you, 
if I had to pick my one food that I was going to the chair, it would be super crunchy peanut butter with strawberry jelly on a bagel mm-hmm. or on rye bread. I, I tell you, I talk about it now. Now that would push me off a diet. That's my absolute all-time favorite. See, tomorrow is National PB&J Day. But um, I am making, I'm, I just want to tell you, just on a brief aside, if we're going to talk light, I am making a Valentine's Day dinner tonight for Jerome and Stella. I bought filet mignon. I bought rack of lamb. I'm oh, my God, fancy house. So you're fancy, wow. and I'm, I'm making Brussels sprouts and baked potatoes and a big salad. Look and at we you. are going to have ourselves, um, yeah, we're going to have a nice meal. We're having I a was, good time over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Valentine's Day is Monday. So for all of you, we, we love you here at the Semdems. The Semdems are sending our love to you. But Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. Talk to me. Have, I'm sure over the years you have been to or hosted Super Bowl parties and the food for the Super Bowl and the ads for the Super Bowl. Everything around the Super Bowl I'm interested in. The game, meh, not so yeah. much. But the food and the snacks and the ads are adorable. I've already seen some. You know, well, I will say, I don't know what I did last year for the Super Bowl, but I'm sure it wasn't anything. It was COVID. Yeah. I have to say this is the first year that I can remember, or maybe the second. I We have no plans, but usually, usually we're invited to a, a few and we bop around or, you know, we stay at one because the food's, we stay wherever the food is best. <laughs> say it out loud. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, obviously Jerome watches the game and makes conversation and I go to the chili, to the this, to the that. Well, I, I think it's not a Super Bowl party or whatever. Um, and we got invited one year. And I said, what do you want me to make? And they said, I don't know. We have everything. Don't worry. Don't bring. So I said, Wayne makes really good pigs in a blanket. So we, we made the first year we went to this party, pigs in a blanket. And they were sc- scarfed down within five seconds of our arrival. So then yeah. we, kept getting, we kept getting invited back because they wanted Wayne to come and make his pigs <laughs> in a blanket. So I think that's why we kept getting invited. Now, I think, I don't think they're they're having it because if they were having it, we would be invited. And I'm not sure that we would go because of COVID, but um, that's that's uh, that's where we are. So at our house, we're going to do it, just the two of us, same thing. You know, I'm not concerned too much about the, but I think I'm going to do wings in the fryer because that seems like oh, a super- I want it. Okay, so if we're chatting, which is what Lynn and I do all the time, every day, I want your, um, send me that recipe for the wings. I think I'm going to make that for a Super Bowl Sunday. I think I've got the air fryer. Send me what I need and I'll run out and get it because um, I love wings and I can't eat them fried and the air fryer will be perfect. Yeah, I make, there are three kinds. You can do the regular buffalo wings. You can do garlic Parmesan wings or I do an Asian wing that is spectacular. I want to um, tell you out there, ladies and gentlemen, in TV land, that mm, I have had her wings, and they yeah. are super good. They're they super are, Yeah, finger licking good. So, yeah. So, anyway, that's it. We have a busy weekend, Super Bowl food, Valentine's, all of this stuff. So, from the Semdems, from Tracy Kagan, and from me, Lynn Moy Redicta. And happy, Black, and happy um, Black History Month. Yes, I, we, mean, I know. Which should, be, which, which should be every month, right? Why, why are they given one month, you know? So yeah. all through the year, we should celebrate that and protect our books and our books from being banned and teaching. Oh, my God. History. How come I, for, I forgot this? We need we're to doing a book race. drive. We're doing a book drive. Speaking exactly. of books. And we're doing a book drive for Black History Month on our semdems.com on our website. You will see a list of books that have been requested that have something to do with, you know, giving, you know, self-esteem, black history, black, you know, for kids. Uh, these are kids books. And please buy a book, bring it to the office. We're taking it to the Boys and Girls Club, both in Sanford and Altamont Springs. And so we're doing a book drive for 
um, Black History Month. So we've got a couple more weeks to collect the books and to bring them and present them to the Boys and Girls Clubs yeah. in and Seminole you know, County. I, I would just say, I think this is one of our, I mean, all of our acts of kindness are really important. But this one right now, because in light of the banning the books and in light of like wanting to whitewash literally history, I think it's so important to uh, to be right. part of this. Go to Barnes and Noble or go on Amazon or Walmart even has books and see if you can purchase one of these books and bring it and drop it off. Thank and you. I guess I'll leave you on that. All right. Perfect. You know, we, we gave you 30 minutes and now we'll let you go on to your weekend. Um, thank you for watching. Sorry about the little bit of a late start because of technology. Sometimes it escapes me. Um, but we will see you next Friday at three o'clock or as close as we can get to it. And uh, have a great weekend. Happy Super Bowl and happy, and happy, happy Valentine's Day. All right. Happy Valentine's. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.